0: Om Ajnati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshur Militang Jena Tasmai Shri Gurave namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Vishtam Sthapitam Jena Purtale VAYAM ROOPA GADAMAYAM DADATI SWAPADANTICAM Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunithyananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shiva Shri Gaur Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama, Rama. Just before coming here, I was talking to some IIT professors. Are they still here or? Okay. And we came to one point that recently, when I was in London, In a convention, one question came up. What is the relationship between religion and spirituality? Nowadays, especially in the West, many people say that they don't believe in religion, but they believe in spirituality. Actually, it will be quite shocking to hear that 56% of British citizens don't have religion. They say that they don't have any religion. It's not surprising because what's going on in the name of religion today, people are naturally averse to religion, Uh, if religion means to kill people in the name of religion, if religion means to loot uh, others, torture others, then who will believe in that religion? That's why uh, people say or people developed a concept or people think that better not to have any religion, better not to identify myself with any religion. And it'll be all quite interesting to note also, I was stating the statistics, that in 1912, Twenty-five percent people in UK did not believe in religion. In 1914, forty-five percent people <laughs> did not believe in religion. Actually, that's how I actually got to know that is fifty-six percent. So in w- At one point I made a statement that I heard that 45% people in the UK don't believe in religion, don't have religion and then someone corrected me, no, not 45%, it's 56%, so that means most of the people there don't believe in religion, they don't have any religion. I think that's why this person asked me that question. And here I was actually addressing the corporate executives. The executives from corporate world and this person, very intelligent looking, very sophisticated looking person young man over 35 40 years old he asked me <clears throat> what is the relationship between spiritual religion and spirituality and my answer was religion is the means to understand spirituality. Just as Mm -hmm. physics is the means to understand energy. Mm. Mathematics is the means to understand numbers. Uh, Biology is the means to understand life. So, physics is a science to understand energy, mathematics is a science to understand number, biology is a science to understand life or living things. Religion is the science to understand the spiritual reality. There is a reality, there is another world beyond this world. This is not the only world. Even this universe is not the only world. Beyond this reality, which is the reality of matter, nature of matter, world of matter, material nature, Beyond this material nature there is a spiritual reality. How do we know? We are in a world of matter and matter by nature is inert. All the matter, all that our material matter are inert. This table is inert. This microphone is inert. This floor is inert. This seat is inert. But you and I, are we inert or living? Although our bodies are made of matter, but we are living. Now what causes us to be alive? What causes us to be alive? Right, the soul. And the proof is, all of a sudden this body Becomes dead or inert. Just like this is dead matter, this body will become a dead body. When? When the soul lives the body. It is the soul that made the body alive. As long as the soul was in the body, the body was alive. The moment the soul lives the body the body becomes dead. Now the question is, where does the soul come from? Is the soul a product of this world or the soul came from some other world? What will be the natural intelligent common sense conclusion this is the world of matter this is the world of inert matter here everything is inert how can the soul that is the source of life come from matter therefore uh, the soul comes from soul must come or must have come from another world Mm -hmm. and that world is the spiritual world this is the material world this is the world of matter and that is the world of spirit this is the world of dead matter and that is the world of living Spirits. Mm. Now, if we want to know about that world, what is the means? How can we get to know about that world? If we want to know about that world, what should we do? Just like when you want to know about something, uh, what do you do? Say, if you want to know about America, what will you do? Get some book that describes about America. Come across a person, find a person who has been to America. Ah, This is how you get the information. From the books and from persons with practical experience. So similarly, if you want to know about the spiritual reality, yes, books are available. But just the books are not enough. Like if somebody buys some books on medicine, can he become a doctor just by reading those books himself? Will he ever be recognized as a qualified doctor? No. He must study the subject under a qualified teacher. Similarly, this subject also has to be guided, studied by a qualified teacher. Books are available and if you have qualified teachers, then the knowledge will be revealed. Therefore, Religion should not be taken as a faith. Religion should be treated as a science. It's a subject. We have to study the subject. And those who are sincere, they will search. Mm. They'll search for the way to find the means. And sometimes we are fortunate that we become exposed to the subject, just like that, by the mercy of some qualified person. Those who know the spiritual reality, they give us the information. Now let us see how to approach the spiritual reality. As we started, what is the starting point? The starting point is the question, who am I? What will be the intelligent conclusion, who am I? Am I this body? Now, if I am this body, then when this body will be dead, Won't people say he is gone? The body will be lying here, but people will say he is gone. So who is that he? That he is the soul. So that is how we start off. He is the soul. I am not a body, I am a spirit soul. I am not a product of this world, I came from another reality. Now let me find out where I come from. Where did I come from? Who am I? Then automatically leads to the point, where did I come from? Let's find out where I came from. And if my search is sincere, then what I'll do? I'll try to find a person who has the knowledge. And the person who has the knowledge, he also just tell that I think this, I think that. Most probably this is that or that. No, he will say with, with authority. Authority of the scriptures. Not I am saying, the scriptures saying. Hmm. The scriptures are the books that contain the information about the spiritual reality. And in that respect the most important scripture is, Bhagavad Gita. Because there God himself, Krishna himself is speaking about the spiritual reality. Who can be a greater authority than him? And now let us see what Krishna tells in Bhagavad Gita. Bhagavad Gita The background of Bhagavad Gita is, Arjun refused to fight in the middle of the battlefield. When the battle was about to begin, Arjun says, Krishna, I can't fight. Why? Because I can't kill my relatives and friends. My grandfather, I love him. My guru Dronacharya, I love him. My uncle Shalva, so I have such close relationship with him, with them. How can I kill them? And battle means either you kill or get killed. There is no in between. Either you get killed or you kill. Merciless. So, Arjun is completely bewildered, I would rather leave this battlefield, I will beg and lead the life of a mendicant, then I will fight this battle. Now, let us go to the background. Everybody tried to stop this battle. Bhishma tried, vasudev tried, Dronacharya tried, Gandhari tried, uh, Maitre Rishi tried. Uh. So, everyone and finally Krishna himself tried to convince Duryodhana: don't fight this battle, avoid this. Give them the share of their kingdom and avoid this fight fratricidal battle. Then finally Krishna with a proposal. Uh, Okay, you don't have to give them the kingdom. Just give these five brothers, five villages And avoid this fight. What was Durjathan's response? Without a battle I am not giving a piece of land the size of the tip of a needle. So the battle became inevitable. Not that Arjun wanted to fight this battle, but he has been forced to come to the battlefield. Now if he retreats, then it will be worst disgrace for him. For a warrior to run away from the battlefield is the worst disgrace. Therefore, Krishna convinced Arjuna. Krishna didn't directly tell him, no Arjuna you have to fight. Krishna gave the Bhagavad Gita to induce him to fight, voluntarily, on his own. And what did Krishna first tell him? Arjuna is giving all kinds of wise reasons why not to fight. I cannot fight because the society will become degraded. And so many different reasons why he cannot fight. How can I kill my uncle Grandfather, my guru, my cousins, my friends. All kinds of reasons Arjuna gave. Krishna was listening. Then finally, Arjuna surrendered himself to Krishna. That Krishna, I do not know. I am completely bewildered. Please tell me what I should do. I am accepting you as my guru. Then only Krishna started to speak. What is the first word? Arjun, you are speaking like a wise man but you don't have any knowledge. He literally told him, Arjun, you are speaking like a wise man, but you are a fool. He didn't say that you are a fool. He says, you do not have proper knowledge. And then he says, that all the kings, those who have assembled to fight, There was never a time they did not exist and there will never be a time when they will not exist. That means death of the body doesn't mean the end of everything. They have voluntarily decided to give up their body. So what can you do? Kill them. Because that's what they want. They decided to fight this battle. And then he says, Arjun, there was never a time when one ceases to be And the soul is unborn. And the soul never dies. Is the body that dies. Na jayate mriyateva kadachin. Nayam bhutva bhavitava na bhuya. Ajo nittashashata ayam purano Na hannate hannamane shavire. The soul is never born, the soul will never die. Even the body is slain, the soul cannot be slain. It cannot be cut by any weapon. It cannot be burnt by fire. It cannot be drowned in water and it cannot be moistened, it cannot be dried by air. So that is the nature of the soul. No condition can ever destroy the soul. And what is this body? The body is just like an external dress. The soul is wearing a dress, an external covering. And just like when a dress becomes old, one takes off that old dress, puts on a new one. When the dress becomes dirty, one puts on a new dress. It's only a matter of changing his dress. Similarly, birth and death is a matter of changing dress. So in this way, he established a relationship between the soul and the body. The body is like a dress and the soul is the real person. Then Krishna himself, Krishna himself establishes his identity as a Supreme Personality of Godhead. And then he establishes the relationship between the soul and him. And yes, uh, he also establishes the relationship between this world and that world. This world is the Lord's inferior material energy, whereas the spiritual world is a superior energy. And he is telling, we all You all came, we all came from there. And Krishna is the origin, Krishna is the source of everything in that spiritual reality. In this way, imparting this knowledge to Arjuna, Krishna finally tells him, just surrender unto me. And that is the final instruction of Bhagavad Gita. Just surrender unto me. If you surrender unto me, then all your anxiety, all your problems, all your difficulties will disappear. Don't worry about it. Just surrender unto me. Sarva dharman paritajya mami kam braja Just surrender Then I will deliver you from all your sinful reactions. Sinful reactions mean suffering. Sinful reactions mean suffering. Suffering is a cause of our sinful activities. So I will take care of all your sinful activities. That means there won't be any suffering in your life when you surrender unto me. Don't worry about it. So in this way, just through one scripture, Bhagavad Gita, we get the perfect understanding, and this is not the end; this is just the beginning. That leads to Shriman Bhagavatam, and in this way, the spiritual world begins to unfold in front of us. So books are available, teachers are available. So please take full advantage of that. You've got this wonderful opportunity by getting this human form of life. So take full advantage of it. Become Krishna conscious. Try to find out who you are. Try to find out about the spiritual reality beyond this material nature and try to find out Krishna, who is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Thank you all very much. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Gaur Premanande Hari Hari. I'll take a couple of questions if you have. (coughs) Good. Thank you. Hare Krishna.